SwiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. And this is episode number 753. Barry on deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Hi, hello, how are you? We roll on uh, in a footballless world. I hope you had a good night. I certainly did. If you watched the show yesterday, first of all, fun show yesterday. And isn't it crazy? Isn't it odd? (sighs) Isn't it spectacular? Isn't it interesting that whenever something goes down in Houston sports talk radio, the numbers go up on this show. I can't get those people to come and watch this show on the daily. You know what I mean? Like, I can't get those people to come hang out here and enjoy this fine program over the others that they seemingly aren't watching or listening. But when something goes down, the numbers go up. And I just, I find that interesting and slightly frustrating. It's like, oh, so you want to, you want to, you want to come here just for that. Okay. I just, I don't know. I, I find that interesting. And I think the craziest and, and funniest thing about it all is that so many people, when these things happen, right? When people lose their jobs in radio. So many people are like, oh, man, that sucks. I hate it, man. I really, I thought y'all had a great show. I loved the show. It was a great show. But they either didn't listen or they didn't support. Or did you buy the 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 sponsors? Did you use the stuff that the sponsors, you know what I mean? Like, did you go to the hair club for men if you were bald? Did you? Did you buy the the whiskey or alcohol that they were selling? Did you go eat at the Indian food place? And the crazy thing is, this is not a a a, a uh, this is not directed yeah. insanely enough at the people in this chat because you guys, by and large, you guys are the ones that do do that. You guys are the ones. I mean, you wouldn't be here if you weren't. That's the crazy thing. That's my, and that's my point. Is like if there were more of you guys who sup- actually support the shows that you like, right? Actually put your money where your ears 
Money. Money where your fingers. No, it's because the dial. Money. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if you if you like something, you support it. And if it goes away, don't start meow meowing. Don't start getting on Twitter and meow meowing with all that fake bullshit. What I really wanted to do, what I really wanted to do was go back through my Twitter, Raheel's Twitter, and then maybe say Josh's Twitter. And uh, I don't know Michael Connor well enough, but I wanted to go back through some of those. And go, what did you buy? Any products? Did you support the show? Did you just listen on occasion when it was convenient? Then don't then don't tell them you're sorry because you're not sorry. You're just out here. Was it gaslighting? You're just out here trying to make yourself look good and trying to make yourself look. Um, what's the word is it sympathetic and like a good person like oh look at me i have a heart for someone who's down and out right now mm. now because the crazy thing is, is i've lived it and i know that there are a ton of compassionate and kind and wonderful people that will rally around you when you're down and in your lowest spot and lift you up i have lived it I know this, and I know there are people that will support you with their time, with their money, with their energy, with their social media presence, with whatever they can because they want you to succeed. I am so lucky to have that. So lucky. But that gets back to it. It's like if all of that stuff happens, where were you? If you're so mad that Josh and and Michael Connor are gone, where were you? If you're so mad that the wheelhouse is gone, where were you? If you're so, you know what I mean? Like, ah, don't be so mad. Uh, Chris from Sam Houston said, I found it too bad that happened. I liked Josh a lot. Barry on deck. I can't support their sponsors when they mute the commercials. Uh, you're talking, I guess you listened on Twitch only, or did you listen on the radio? How did you listen? Hey, homeboy, ass was fan. Thank you for the hundred bits, sir. I appreciate you, homeboy, ass was fan. I really do. Hey, look at Jenny's mom coming in to collect. <laughs> Me and Jenny's mom, y'all were sweating. We're going to get to the game, I promise. But I just... I was thinking about this last night, and then I was thinking about it this morning as I was getting ready for this show, and I thought, you know what? I go back and I look at the numbers on this show, and it's a damn shame that all of these people come flowing over here just to get dirt. What is Barry going to say bad about ESPN or somebody on air or whatever, and then they don't come back, and I don't know. I happen to think we got a really good show here. So I, I, those are the same people though. And that was my point. Those are the same people that love to pretend and wax poetic that they care and they support and, Oh, Josh, I'm here for you. No, they're not. No, they're not. Uh, Wallace said, I don't listen past 10. So I didn't know what happened. Okay. Well, Wallace, I love you, buddy. Cause if you're that stubborn and you're here, sir, I salute you. Uh, Steven said Jenny needs to set up a betting picks phone line. You can make your picks as if the game has already been played. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, that's too funny. All right, rant over. I've bitched about the fake compassion and love for people in this business enough. I am. I. I. I and and what's crazy is I'm bitching about it. And I don't need to because I am the beneficiary of so much love and support and uh, um, just, I don't know. I'm the lucky one. And so I feel like that's why I have kind of have the right to say it because you don't look, you don't want to look like a mopey ass where you're just like, oh, nobody loves me. So I feel like I can say that because I'm lucky enough to have the deckheads, have this wonderful amazing community that supports me and i can say that so all you people out there on twitter meow meow and fake asses suck it nerds all right okay mom don't start coming in the chat be like yes you are lucky i don't don't pump their heads up too big okay just remember jenny is mom for every i'm lucky to be here and i'm lucky to have them there's flip (laughs) all right let's get to it let's say hi to the chat let's say hi to the chat and then we'll get into it by the way um what a day yesterday can we just can we just appreciate the greatness we've been kind of on a little run here of shows haven't we i feel like we've been on a little run of shows and all those mamby-pamby bitches and hoes that don't come to this unless there's radio dirt. They've been missing out, man. We've had some really fun shows. We've had some good sports discussions. We had uh, Jonathan Alexander from the Houston Chronicle talking Texans and off-season moves and needs. And I got you that road story that a lot of you said was probably the best comedy road story I've ever shared and we're talking a decade of road stories. Um, in fact, Joe Pro said I should turn that into a special. And the damn thing was an hour long. And I probably need to trim it down. But, uh, you know, we had Jenny's mom yesterday on the show. And that might have been one of the funnest. I don't know. She was here for about 45 minutes. That might have been one of the funnest 45, 50 minutes that we've spent together on this show. Whole lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, we're we're on a roll. Now, um, so let me just say what's up to everybody and thank you again, poor Marine and Jared Taylor and everybody that contributed yesterday, especially because yesterday was bananas. We had a hype train that was insane and poor Marine and Jared Taylor got into a bits war and uh, everybody else was contributing to it just to get in on it. It's amazing. And I'm so lucky again, I can say all the stuff I said earlier because I know how lucky I am. To have people support. It, yesterday was a prime example of that. Um, but I just wanted to say, man, what a what a fun, fun day yesterday was. What an excitingly fun and cool show that was for so many different reasons. Uh, so what's up to everybody in the chat that is here? Mimi. Now, I do know uh, Stephen the Weather Guy was first. He's the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. Got to give props where credit, credit where credit is due. Uh, Lil Uzi is greatest deckhead uh, in the history of the world for until until four, and then it's just back to a regular old ass Stephen the Weather guy, Lil Uzi. Uh, uh, Alan Denson was in early. I did see that. Memesters, 
Thank you for resubscribing, sweetie. Memesters has been subscribed for 24 months. Let's go. Heartthrob has been subscribed for 24 months, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. And uh, again, Homer Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Now, uh, what's up to Joe Pro, to Donna, to Flip, Uriel, Alex, Mark, uh, Perry, what's up, homie? AJB, Pippi Dubs, what's up? And Nightbot, that raggedy bitch is here. What is this? Oh, get out of here, Microsoft. I don't care about your stupid little updates. <clears throat> uh, who else am I missing? Let's shut up. Let's see. B. Hannah, what's up? Uh, who else? John Dorier, how are you, my friend? Ambient Colorado sports fan. What's up, Ambient Heat? Good to see you. How are you, sir? I got Alex Villanueva already. Who else? Let's run through him. Come on. FJ, what's up, pimping? Good to see you, man. Jet. Hello, sweetie. Thank you for being here. Uh, Chris from Sam Houston, how are you? He said, I was off yesterday. What sports talk radio news did I miss? I think you've caught up now. What's up, Lil Uzi? Uh, Wallace Wilson's in the building. I got PB Dubs. Dico Suave, what's up? I'd rather listen to you than, oh, Jeremy Branham talks too much. He's, uh, Jeremy's a talker, but that's his job, right? But I did a show with Jeremy. You, I would rather have a guy that talks too much versus a guy that you can't get to say anything. It's like, come on, bro. Add something to the conversation. Although, I don't know. Um, let's see. Who else is here? Can't find anybody else. Amos. What's up, Amos? I miss VB buying my sub every month. <laughs> Jenny, his mom's in the building. Homo Astros fan is here. Wallace, FJ. Hey, Amos, who was the comic that you mentioned yesterday? You said you got back from a cruise. You were on um, the Carnival, what was it, Galaxy? Who was it? I wanted to look them up, uh, but I don't remember who you said. Who else is here? Uh, Jenny's mom. Tony the Handsome, what's up, Big Pimpin'? Um, you really think a fake supporter because I'm not subbed? Come on now. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying, uh, Ambient Heat. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, so I'm talking specifically about radio. I'm not saying um, you have to sub, right, or um, donate bits to support a show, right? I, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is if a show goes away, and you're all like, man, I can't believe that. That sucks. I wonder, I mean, like, what do we, can, is there anything we can do? Yeah, you could have supported more. Because look, whether it's radio or this, nothing's free, right? Like, we all have bills to pay. I don't have a day job. This is it. I mean, other than stand-up comedy. But, you know, I combined the two to be able to have what's considered a full-time job. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, this is a creator economy, right? And and in radio, the way you support your favorite radio station and the way you support your favorite show is you buy the stuff that supports them. That's kind of the whole point, right? It's like if you have a, a favorite show and uh, that favorite show, TV show, has a sponsor of like Bud Light, yeah, you buy Bud Light, and that's a way to make sure that that Bud Light keeps paying money to your favorite TV show to keep it on air. It's kind of the same thing. My my point is, 
there are a lot of people that come out at the very end and pretend like they care, pretend like they've been around, pretend like they've been supporting the entire time. And the fact of the matter is they just haven't. They just have never been supporting the show. But I will say this. I will absolutely 100, 1,000% say, yes, I will tell you that if there is a radio show that you like, if there is a TV show, if there is a podcast, if there is a Twitch show, YouTube channel, if there is something out there that you just are absolutely passionate about and that you love, you should consider joining the Patreon or subscribing to the channel or buying stuff from an advertiser or buying their merch. It, it all matters. It all matters. I promise you that. And I never really realized that until I was on that side of the fence in radio and in comedy. And I talk about that even on stage as a comedian. I say, look, as a comic, I sell merch. Uh, and just like bands, like if you go, you go to a random bar, maybe a band is there. You watch that band and you're like, I really like this band. You know what? I'm going to go buy their CD from them. Or maybe they don't have their CD. They probably do, but maybe they have a shirt or a sticker. You're like, I really like, I'm going to go support them. I'm going to go buy their shirt or buy their CD. The same thing. That's what I tell people on my stage. As a comedian, if you enjoyed my show tonight, a great way to show that is to come buy a shirt from me. Come buy my merch. It's a great way to do that. Comedians are no different than musicians. And this is no different than that. And other podcasts. And I mean, that's just that's just the way the world works now. So, yes, if you really, really, not like, oh, I'm a fan. Like, oh, I like the Pat McAfee show. But I'm not running out and dumping all my money in FanDuel or whatever, DraftKings or whatever it is that supports them. And just pumping in 100 bucks a month just because I love Pat McAfee show. And then, you know praying that it's I'm not doing that but if uh but if I loved it to death then I would just to make sure that I'm supporting or if they had a patreon I'd join it or whatever you know what I mean that's just how it was I remember back in the good example a great example of this uh and I always use this example back in the day I used to listen to John and Lance on uh star 610 that's how far I go back with John and Lance Star 610, and they used to do reads, commercials, uh, or live spots, I guess you could call them. They call them reads, but they used to do live spots for um, today's satellite. And I remember here, and it used to be called something else, but I, it was called today's satellite. <clears throat> but I remember hearing these over and over and over and I would hear them all the time. And I was like, man, I'm not, you know, I had cable over and over and over. But when I finally got ready to cut the cable cord and get satellite, guess who I went with? Today's satellite. Because I, I had heard it enough and I wanted to support John and Lance. So. There you go. Um, all right, so that's what I'm saying. Um, don't listen past 10. Oh, I was saying what's up to everybody. What's up, Wallace? What's up, Chris? I'm Sam Houston. Um, let's see who else. 
I got Tony, I got Steve, I got Flip, Ambient Colorado, Nightbot, my sweet, sweet Donna. She said, great episode yesterday to Jenny's mom, indeed. Jen, what's up, Jen? Good to see you, sweetie. We need Texans talk 24-7. Okay, maybe not. Shut up, Alex. Went back and listened to the East Texas Road story. It was amazing. Needs to be added to your stand-up routine. Thanks, be handed. I appreciate that. Uh, lots of nip, Alex. Yes, true. Uh, I ain't mad at missing it. Shut up, Alex. Jerk. Well, let's see. Yes, buy some merch. What's up, Nick Gamboa? I feel seen. Well, I am a Patreon subscriber for you. I mean, I haven't been around much these days. No, that's, dude, that's fine. Like, that's the thing. It's not like it's mandatory that you do any of this. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, if you do, I I appreciate it immensely, but everybody's got a life to live. Everybody's got, um, families and, and, and their own budgets and their own things. And, and I would never want you guys to, to do anything you didn't want to do or do anything that, you know, out of guilt or out of anything other than love and support that you had the means to do, you know what I mean? And I, and, and because you wanted to do it, that's, that's it. And so, yeah, don't feel like, uh, I feel no, bro. And if you're, you know, if you're old Patreon, I appreciate it immensely. I really, really do. And I don't bring up this stuff and say all these things to be like, oh, I'm just, I mean, this is the reality of what of of what a lot of this stuff is. It's just the reality of it. I mean, it's just like OnlyFans. If you got a fan favorite OnlyFans chick, you can't just expect her to give away titty shots for free all the time. You got to pay. I claim to bury all my taxes, so yeah, I'm a supporter. <laughs> Shut up, Jen. Hashtag personal. Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh I burned my lips off of eating Dan's for you and his butthole. Thank you, Uzi. I appreciate you, buddy. That's why you're the greatest deckhead. <sighs> we need to add that one. What? Uh oh, hashtag merch. Yes. Yes. Uh let's see. <laughs> Jenny is mom. Mom, you can't be claiming me on your taxes. What's up, Rudy Rod? Good to see you. Amos Star 610 sounds like how we used to block people's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, Star 610 was Sports 610 before it became Sports Radio 610. Yeah, you want free titty shots. That's right, Chris from Sam Houston. You come here. All right, let's get to some stuff, guys. Come on. Quit farting around. There was some things we needed to talk about, like, um, oh, what was it? Uh, oh, I don't know. Was it the U of H Cougars? Let's go! Let me tell you something. Last night, I somehow, someway, let Jenny's mom talk me into placing a wager on these raggedy-ass cougars. I got caught up in the moment. I got caught up in my fields. I wanted to support poor Marine and Jared Taylor were having a bits war and other people were gifting subs and, and poor Marine was gifting subs and people were throwing out bitties and it was just chaos and I, my mom was showing her, her nipples. It was wild. And so... 
My mom was like, ah, oh, you gotta the Goku. Blah, blah, blah. And so I, she was like, are you going to watch it? I was like, I don't give a shit about the U of HK. I don't care about the Cougars right now. I just don't care. So I went to ESPN. I looked it up and I was like, oh, it says that the Cougars are an eight and a half point favorite. It was the number two team in the country facing the number two, number six team in the country, Iowa State. Cougars are at home. UH playing Iowa State. Two versus six. So yeah, if you're into college basketball, should it be a good game? Primetime, ESPN, 8 o'clock. Yay! Don't care. Never been a big... Uh, Jenny, who's telling this story? Okay, if you want to... Do you want to get your facts right, Jenny? Do you want to get timed out? Because you can throw that shit in like you know what you're talking about, Jenny. You can throw it in if you want to, but I'm pretty sure this is Barry on deck. And uh, I know what happens on this show more than anybody. Well, except Jen. So, so Jenny says they're playing blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit, but she talks me into the fact that it's number two versus number six, whatever, whatever. So I pull up the game on ESPN and I go to it real fast, and it says Cougs are at home, favored by eight and a half. That's on ESPN. So she seems a little shocked by that. Oh, they're favored by eight and a half at home? I was like, yeah. Should we bet on it? She was like, huh. Wow. I was like, well, you want to bet on it, Mom? And she was like, oh, are you challenging? Okay. You know what? Challenge accepted. Here's the deal. All right, Tony. Tony, are you are you challenging this, Tony? Is that what you're doing? Here we go. Here's the deal. Here we go. Okay. All right. Put a one in the chat if you are in on the challenge flag that I never said eight and a half, that it was seven and a half. Put a one in the chat if it was seven and a half. If Jenny's mom is right, it was never eight and a half. I'm wrong. Put a one in the chat if you're in on that. Jenny should throw the challenge flag. Put a one in the chat. <clears throat> Just put a one in the chat, mom. Type a one. Type a one. FJ, I will slap the shit out of you. I will slap the ever-living shit out of you. Put a one in the chat if I did not say that ESPN had it at eight and a half. Put a one in the chat. Hey, what's up, Chewy? Good to see you, buddy. NFL rules. Tony gets timed out for the rest of the show. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, okay. I said seven. Aaron, you're way off. Aaron, shh, don't. Donna, okay. <clears throat> All right. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to literally go to my recording that I have of the show. I'm going to pump it into this feed. We're going to watch yesterday's show at that moment. And we're going to see me pull it up. Now, here's the deal. Everybody that put a one in the chat. Okay. Nope. Nope. It's too late, Mark. Everybody that put a one in the chat. It's 10 bucks. We're going to go to the replay review. It's $10. All 
I'm going to put my Venmo on the screen. You can Venmo, you can cash at me. But if you're all in on it, we're going to hive. We're going to we're going to put together the hive. We're going to hive money this. So let's see who's all in on this. Um Tony's in for 10, Heartthrob's in for 10, B Hannon's in for 10, John Dorier's in for 10, Jenny's in for 10. Uh let's see. Mark G's in for 10, Rudy Rod's in for 10. Uh Jen's in for 10. So that's 70 bucks. Yeah. 70 bucks. <laughs> Just that's fine. I'll get it back. <laughs> Just that's fine. I'll just get it all back on my 2024 taxes. Uh, you have to do the review in that tiny NFL refs. No, you have to do the review on the tiny TV like NFL ref. Oh, I have to go get my iPad and do it. What? Jenny said, what? How is this costing me money? Yo, what's up, Crystal? Hey, I got to say uh, shout out to Crystal and Dr. Dre on 290. Yesterday, poor Marine Private messaged me and was like, bro, I have so much fun on this show. I just want to tell you thank you. I, uh, I, What did he say? Hold on. I'm going to read it. He's not going to like this, but I don't care. He, um, Poor Marine said yesterday. Um... Hey, any chance you will go back to ESPN? By the way, I might have told you this before, but you have to shout out Crystal and Dre for turning me on to you and your show. You deserve better, man. I never celebrate anyone uh, losing their job. We all have families and the uh, worst feeling in the world for me back when I got laid off, but um, you deserve better. Uh, and he said, your mother is great. Enjoy the times you can with her. Um, so that was super nice. And he said to thank, uh, crystal and Dr. Drake, cause he would have never found this show. No, 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 no. You don't concede now, Jenny. It's too late. We're in it. We are in it. We're in it. You're it's 70 bucks. I got all the ones in the chat. We don't count crystal. Cause she's saying she's first, even though she's 231st or 39th first. <clears throat> Dave P. Dub said, said eight and a half on ESPN, then said, oh, seven and a half on my betting site. Yeah. Oh, oh, somebody was listening, which was actually the story I was telling. I was trying to tell you that Jenny said, I should watch it. It's going to be a good game. I pulled it up on ESPN and ESPN said it was eight and a half. And everybody, Jenny immediately said, no, it was seven and a half. That's not how this story went. Let's go, uh, let's go get the, let's go to the review. Let's go to the replay review. Let's throw the flag right now. Let's see. Um, let's, uh, I thought I had a, hell, I even thought I had a yellow flag at one point. I don't think I do anymore. No, I don't have a yellow flag anymore. Uh, but I, let's grab the let's grab the show. Vmix recordings yesterday. There we go. Okay. Bring that in. Now let's get to. There's Jenny's mom showing nipple. Okay. Uh, found it. 
duplicate that. Change this to the right video. There we go. Look at this. Man of many talents, huh? Yep. Okay. How much do I have to put on it? Uh, you don't have to put anything. I do. And what do you, what's the bet? What do you, what do you, oh, not, not U of H. They just like older women. Um, so <laughs> that's stop reading shit. Who wants to do that? Not he's a huge kook fan. He's a huge kook fan. I'm trying to poor Marine. Thank you for the 2000 saying mother. This is my count. Jenny. Let's see. Let's see. Tonight. Cougars favored by eight and a half. Not much. Eight, eight and, and a half. half? Mm -hmm. No way. They opened that as much? a nine and a half point favorite. Favored by eight and a half. Yep. Well, they haven't lost in 19 games. You want me to put money on them for you, Mom? You, you believe yes. in them that much? You think they cover Here that? Here comes the seven and a half. Yeah. Oh, the Cougs cover it? Yeah, they will cover it. They're going to beat Iowa State by more than eight and a half. Are you telling me that? <clears throat> Well, they beat Texas by 20. Yeah, I'm. I digress. It was at this moment in the story, folks, where we went to Bovada, who had the Cougs at plus or minus, excuse me, minus seven and a half. It's amazing what you can achieve with AI video these days. Wallace, you, sir, can kiss my ass. Uh, let me go ahead, Jenny. Uh, I'll be putting this on. Let's see here. Let's go ahead and get the tie at Barry. Uh, let's see at Barry. What is my Venmo? Let me get that out. All you people that owe me $10 sons of bitches. What's up, CC? Good to see you, sweetie. So then that is when, oh, who got timed out? The ruling on the field has been confirmed. <laughs> And Tony the Handsome has been timed out. See? See what happens? <clears throat> See what happens? There you go. <laughs> Chopra said, that is the look of a man that is satisfied in his convictions. Yeah. I You, you think I would have made that big of a deal if I was wrong about it? <laughs> I mean, I probably would have. And then been like, shit. Well, I can't find it. It was somewhere in here. Whatever. Jenny's mom said, "Put my put half my uh, put half of winnings in for me, or put my half of the winnings in for me." Yeah. So here's the deal. Um, this is what it looked like. Okay, because I gotta admit, Jenny's mom called it. She said, "Yes, Cougs." Now she said, "Be, be uh, Cougs cover eight and a half." Fortunately for me. And her, uh, fortunately for me and her, when I went to Bovada to get the uh, to get the Cougs, they had them uh, at seven and a half. So we, uh, in a in a, a a bit of whimsy, right there, out of out of just pure adrenaline and whimsy, right there, you can see on your screen. Largest wager I've ever placed in my life. I don't use, I don't do, I have the Laminator 5000. I do those things. 
But it's really more just for the interest and the spreadsheet and the numbers. I'm a nerd and just to see if I can do it. And I do wager a little bit here and there. I do like, but I keep my unit small. Okay. Five bucks, 10 bucks, maybe 20, 25. But I got caught up in the moment. It might have been the fireball talking. Had about 120 in the in the bank. And was like, let's risk half of it. Why? Well, at first I said, let's risk it all. And then Jenny, his mom was like, that's too much. Let's risk. So we agreed to risk half of it. $60 wager. <clears throat> and this was all because I believed in Jenny and her coogs. So we bet 60 bucks. And we got U of H uh, minus seven and a half to beat number six Iowa State at home. So we had to have the Cougs winning by eight. And let me tell you, Stephen Weatherguy said, wait, you bet 60 to win 54. Well, that's how gambling works, Stephen. That's how gambling works. You, you, You play to win the money. Yeah, you you got to pay for the money, bro. Yeah, it's minus one ten. You're paying that. Don't don't make me stop. Don't make me stop this whole show to have to explain to you how money works when gambling occurs. You think they just give away money for free? That's what the minus one ten is, bro. You're betting on the favorite. You're losing money because they're the favorite. It's right. Thank you, Joe Pro. Got to pay the fig, baby. <sighs> I'm not going to sit here and explain to you why. Because also, when you go out and you're like, oh, okay, let me take this wild-ass, crazy underdog that's probably going to lose. Yeah, sure, you make, uh, you don't pay to bet, but that's why you lose money. So in this case, yes, I paid a little to win. I mean, I got my 60 back, but I got, uh, we made $54.55. So it's a good wager. I dig it. We had a balance of 56. We won a hundred and well, we didn't win 114. We got our 60 back plus 55. So now we're rolling around, baby. We're rolling around all highfalutin like. $170.68. So I say, Jenny is mom. Well done. It was also poor Marine kind of peer pressuring me a little bit to it, but Jenny is mom called it. She said, now she did say they would win by eight and a half. You heard it, but thank God they won by seven and a half. And let me tell you what, I was sweating. I was outside on the patio smoking a cigar and holy shit, I was livid. At one point in that game, they're up, I don't know, they're up 10 with about 40 seconds to go. And, and maybe maybe a little more than that. Cougs get the ball, get on their half of the court. I don't know, maybe it was like a minute 20 left, minute 30. And they get the ball, their half of the court, they're into the court, and they go into like a four corners offense, and they're just... No one's trying to score at one point. They get the defense out of sorts, and they get a guy wide open, doesn't take the shot, kicks it back back out. Could have gone up 12 with under a minute to go, and I'm like, what are you doing? They kick it back out and then turn it over. 
Iowa State gets it, runs down, makes the uh, makes the easy uncontested wide open layup, goes down by eight with a minute under a minute left, and calls a timeout. And now I'm sweating. It's an eight point lead with like 60, 58 seconds left, some shit like that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm sitting on seven and a half. Like, you got to be shitting me. They don't care. They don't care if they win by four or two. I swear to God, if this is a $60 bad beat, I'm going to be so pissed. So pissed. But they go down, they get fouled, make their free throws. Thank God. Coogum, new favorite basketball team. I'll tell you that damn much. But actually, a a big win for uh, U of H and a really fun basketball game to watch. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. The generator coming soon. Nice. I got the laminator and the generator. Wow, FJ. (laughs) Sir, the generator. That is fantastic. That's fantastic. The generator is amazing, FJ. Well done, sir. Yeah, Joe Pro said, and that's why you shop around for a better line. Also a good lesson to learn. Yeah, what's up, Clarence? Yeah, also a good lesson to learn, Joe Pro. Imagine that. You hop on ESPN and see Cougs minus eight and a half and go, hey, I like the Cougs. Give me that eight and a half. Go to Bovada and it's minus seven and a half. Jeez. So, uh, <clears throat> look at, look at, look at Jenny, his mom getting addicted. Now they play Baylor. Baylor's 12. Baylor was 11. Last time I looked, Baylor was 11. Let me guess, Jenny. I'm wrong about that too. When are you people going to learn? You don't come in this show. You people. There's a whole there's a reason why it's asked me anything about anything. I'm the smartest person I know. Uh here's the rankings. Yeah, Baylor's eleven right now. Uh, uh here's the here's the sketch from yesterday. Texas played too. And then we had a brouhaha in the Southland Conference. Incarnate Word was fighting Texas A&M Commerce. You got Bible thumpers fighting retail sales. I'm like, what's going on? They're out here fighting, squabbing. Yeah, look, Dave knows, PB Dubs knows, need a film session on the Incarnate Word, Texas A&M Commerce. I know. I'm like, we got e-commerce nerds fighting Bible. Th- this is wild. I just saw it. Too bad it started off camera. And I couldn't even. I'm looking at the at the fracas. I'm looking in the fray. I can't even tell who's fighting who. I didn't even know. <laughs> Clarence, what do you mean, you people? In this month? <laughs> Clarence, or, uh, Joe Bro. Bitch, who are you calling you people? I think you know. Speaking of college sports, can we talk about the college football video game trailer? I have not seen it yet, but I will watch it. 
What up, Chewy? Uh, another tough matchup this weekend now with U of H winning. Baylor's not far behind in terms of Big 12. Assuming how Iowa State responds. I tell you what, I ain't worried about Iowa State after watching one game. If, if U of H is one of the two best teams in the country, and again, I don't know, I've not watched. That's my first college basketball game all year. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, oh, well... You know, uh, I, I, I watch this and I watch, no, I don't know. I don't have a watch UConn. I don't know how good they are. All I know is I've watched, now watched the second and sixth best teams in the country play each other. So now I just can, I have a baseline of what good basketball is. Assuming that's good basketball. I'll tell you this. is physical. That's a different style of basketball. They're very similar, right? I mean, I'm a moron when it comes to college basketball, and I know that some teams don't play like that. Some teams are a bit less finesse, a bit less frenetic, a bit less active, which is what makes U of H in particular so good. They just don't stop. They just don't stop. There was an interesting stat last night on the – broadcast where they said they have the knockout punch the most knockout blows in college basketball in 25 knockout blows is what they called it and it's what that essentially means is when you go on a 10-0 run it's called a knockout blow and they have the most and 19 of those have come at home (laughs) so huge home court home court advantage for u of h which could present a problem when you get in the tournament if you're not playing at home all the time now again and this Scott Van Pelt brought it up after the game too, but we all know this. If you've watched sports and college basketball for any length of time, you've heard the old adage and it gets regurgitated ad nauseum about guard play in the tournament. And unfortunately it's true. Um, but that bodes well for U of H. Um, in years past, I'll tell you this. The thing that always scared me about U of H is they're not really an inside, um, they're not. They're a team that you don't really, you can't really count on their inside presence necessarily. I don't know that to be the case this year. I can't say that after one game because, I mean, Jamal Shedd was the, a man among a man among boys last night. Um, but in the past, they've been a, you know, a three and D team, right? Outside shooting and that goes cold, and that's a concern, and and always has been in tournaments. So. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, let's see. I had UT, AM, Corpus, and Iowa plus nine parlay. Nice, be handed. And um, so, yeah, up next for U of H is Baylor. Number 11, Baylor. Let's see. Up next for uh, the Cougs is the Bears. Cougar versus Bear, who wins? I mean, in a fight, probably a Bear. And I know Cougars are faster, you know what I mean? Like, they're just, they can get they can get at your heels, and they can get up in a tree, but so can a Bear. But the problem with a Bear is once a Bear gets his hands on you, you're done. And Bears are fast, and so they can run fast. They're not as fast as a Cougar, but how fast can a Bear run? How fast can a Bear run? 
Uh, bear can run. Grizzly bears can run up to 30 miles per hour. Uh, how fast can a cougar run? 30 miles an hour is crazy. Cougar can run up to 40 to 50 miles an hour. That's crazy. That's fast. 40 to 50 miles an hour. That's wild. Um, so, Stephen Weathergast said this reminded me of the Mike Leach interview on the Pac-12 mascots. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I like slow running friends. Yeah, I don't have to be faster than the bear. Just have to be faster than you. So, um, in a real fight, I'll take the bear because I get it. 40 to 50 is faster, but you also have that acceleration. You know what I mean? That matters. Plus, there's that one point where who's going to hit top speed first. There's a point where they're both running the same speed. It's just getting to top speed. Uh, so I'll take the bear because it's, um, it's stronger. It, it can climb just like a cougar. It's got bigger teeth. It can swim. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, a bear's going to win in a fight with a cougar. Now, on the court, I'll take the cougs. So, let's look at the game. Um, Baylor, 27% chance by the matchup predictor. Cougs got a 72% chance on the road. Cougs are a... I do not see the line. How come they don't have a line? Am I missing it? Points per game, last five. Full. It's usually like right in here. I'll be damned. Well, let's go to Bovada and check it. Let's go sports, college basketball. Uh, when is that game? That's Feb uh, 24. Let's see. Sketch. Custom date, the 24th. <laughs> Arkansas on A&M. Uh, did I pass it up already? Uh, BSU. Have it, is it not on the board yet? Baylor and BYU. Wait a minute. What am I missing? Is that, isn't that Baylor? Is this women's? Oh yeah, this is this is definitely women's. No, no, what the hell is going on right now? That's wild. Hmm. Oh well. Mm, so much for getting a line on that game. Houston plus two. Where are you getting that, Jenny? So Houston is, no, Houston's not a dog on the road against Baylor. No way. No way. Let me look here. Let me see. Uh, Bet MGM. There's got to be a line on that game already. <clears throat> That's crazy if there's not. Crazy. Now I have to know. It's kind of wild that they, I guess there's not. Yeah, because I'm going to go to ESPN bets and 
basketball, NCAA. This is wild. This is some weird, wild stuff. Championship winner. You can get Houston at plus 850 right now. Plus 850. Huh. Okay. I guess they don't go too far in the future then. Oh, well. Well, there we go. All right. Uh, when Jenny is telling you is that handyman she was meeting yesterday is actually her bookie. Oh, nice. Baylor's schedule is even rough. No gimmies left. A bear is smeared poop on its back all day, every day. 365. Okay. I didn't know what that means. Always bring a fat friend when you camp. That's a good... That's good. Uh, that's good. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get to some sports headlines. Let's go. I have sad news, too. So here we go. All right. Sports headlines for the day. Uh, the CFP, the college football playoffs, have unanimously approved a 5-plus-7 model for a new... 12-team playoff. Playoffs? Let me read you what this is. What's up, poor Marine? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. College Football Playoff Board of Managers unanimously approved a model that will guarantee the five highest-ranked conference champions inclusion in the expanded 12-team field this fall along with the next seven highest-ranked teams, the CFP announced Tuesday. After months of delay at the behest of the dwindling Pac-12, the decision was made Tuesday morning in a virtual meeting of the 10 FBS commissioners and the Notre Dame president. I don't know why they got to. Uh, it's uh, all these commissioners in Notre Dame. Screw you, Notre Dame. Get into a damn. Um, get into a damn uh, conference. The vote had to be unanimous for the five plus seven format to be approved and the Pac-12 either previously abstained or asked for a delay as it worked on determining its future. Washington State President Kirk Schultz, was, uh, who represents Pac-12 on the board, told ESPN last week he would confer with Oregon State. Uh, let's see. So it says, Neither school can qualify for an automatic bid as a conference champion in each of the next two seasons. So Schultz conceded, that, conceded the seven at-large bids would be more beneficial to them than the original proposal of six conference champions and six at-large teams. That format was proposed by the Pac-12 before the Pac-12 lost USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon to the Big Ten, Cal and Stanford to the ACC, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, and Colorado to the Big 12. Just hammers you, man. The Pac-12 is just a mess. Um, it says, in most years, the 5-plus-7 format will assure the conference champion from the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, and ACC a spot in the playoffs along with the highest-ranked Group of Five conference champion. This is what I've been saying all along. Uh, the CFP intentionally won't refer to the Group of Five in its description of the format, though, because there's a chance that a champion from one of the Power Four conference finishes ranked below uh, the top champion from the American Athletic Conference. Um, in 2021, for example, undefeated Cincinnati, um, was the AAC champ. AAC champ Pitt finished at number 12 with two losses. 
So let's see. Yeah. Um, so essentially what it means is, let me read it one more time here. Proved a model that will guarantee the five highest ranked conference champions inclusion in the expanded 12 team field. So it's the five highest ranked conference champions along with the next seven highest ranked teams. So let's take a look. If we were to look at like week 15, for example, we'll see if we can figure this out. This is probably going to be an exercise in futility, but what the hell? Let's try it. Pack two. Ain't that about right? <clears throat> the yeah, the fifth automatic bid is a um whatever non-power four conference, right? So you look at it, all right. Right now, this would have been the Pac-12, right? But Washington left for who? Where did Washington go? Uh, I gotta look. Hold on. Um. Oh shit! I closed it. Reopen the close tab. Oh, damn it. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me move this back over here. Let me see what it says. I forget all the moves. So, USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon went to the Big Ten. Okay, yeah. So, Washington's in the Big Ten now, right? So, this year would have looked like this, right? Um... Oh, well, that's not going to work either. But basically, if we assumed Michigan was a um, won the Big Ten, and then Texas won the Big... Yeah. Boy. So let's just do it. We will just have to do it like this. Michigan won the Big Ten. Washington won the Pac-12. Texas won the Big 12. Bama won the SEC and FSU won the ACC. So that would be your five conference champions currently. And then it would be the next seven highest ranked teams. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that would be everybody that's in. But as it stands now, for example, you could have if Washington is now in the Big Ten, right? Let's say Michigan wins the Big Ten. Now, pay attention here, folks. Texas is in the SEC, right? So we're going to do it this way. We're just going to go off of this. So let's say Michigan wins the Big Ten. And they're ranked first. Washington's in the Big Ten and they're ranked second. They are... uh, not the second team in the playoffs. Michigan's in. That's one. Texas is in the SEC, right? We're going off of this year's conferences. They win the SEC. They're in. They're the SEC champs. They would be the second team in the playoffs. Alabama, sorry. You didn't win the SEC. FSU won the ACC. They're the third team in because they're the third conference champion, the third highest ranked conference champion. Georgia is SEC, didn't win, that was Texas. 
Ohio State didn't win. They are Big Ten. Oregon is also the Big Ten. Missouri is the, um, uh, what's it called? Missouri, Pista, gosh. Who's, is Arizona in the Big 12 now? I think Arizona, yes. So you'd have to go all the way down here to Arizona. Would be the first, would be the fourth conference champion. They would, they would be the Big 12 winner. No, uh, yeah, I'm saying Arizona. Yeah, Missouri is SEC. But if you look at all this, right, you've got Big 10, Big 10, uh, so Michigan, Big Ten, Big Ten, SEC, SEC, uh, ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big Ten, SEC, Big Ten, SEC, uh, SEC, SEC. Finally, that's Big 12. So that would be your fourth conference champ. So the number 14 team would be the fourth conference champ to get in the playoffs. And then we go with the seven highest ranked teams. So do you guys follow that? You got Big Ten champ Michigan, SEC champ Texas, which we're assuming they would be the SEC champ, right? Big Ten champ Michigan, SEC champ Texas, uh, ACC champ Florida State, and Big 12 champ Arizona. Yeesh. And then it would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So now the argument is going to be people are going to be pissed because Penn State, Mississippi, uh, or excuse me, Penn State, Ole Miss, OU, and LSU are going to be like, we're all ranked higher than Arizona. And Arizona's going to be like, well, we won our conference. Well, your conference sucks ass. Because let's be honest, the Big 12 is garbage in football now. Can we all agree on that? The Big 12 is just absolute ass when it comes to football now. I mean, are we, y'all going to fight me on that? Let's see. Uh, Let me pull it up. Standings. Uh, Big 12. Oh, this still has Texas. Uh, let's see. New Big 12. So screw the rankings till after the Power 5 automatic bids. No, it's not Power 5 automatic bids. That's just it. There is no more Power 5 per se. Because the, it's a Power 4, really. Oh, Wallace, you're so cute. Unless you will win it all next year. Um, Who is the Big 12 Conference? Let's see. Damn, I even forget. This is just so many changes. I can't keep up with it. All right, here we go. Uh, Big 12 is now... Baylor, BYU, UCF, Cincy, U of H, Iowa State, Kansas, K-State, OU and UT are leaving. Oak State, TCU, Tech, and West Virginia. Yeesh. Yeesh. 
Not great. Not great. Now, not that Baylor can't be good at football again. Um, you know, K-State, some of these teams have had a run, but it also helps when you have an OU and a, and a Texas in your conference, but they don't have that anymore. So, yeah, they're still considered a, 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 a power five. But uh, but your true your true uh, power five is well, it's the Big Ten, the SEC, the ACC, the Big Twelve, and then the Pac twelve. But the Big Twelve and the Pac twelve are so sad. I mean, let's see. I hate when this does this. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so there's the ACC. It's Boston College, Clemson, Duke. Yeah. So that's one of the Power Five. There's the Big 12. That's a new Power Five. Or that's a, one of the Power Five. Big 10. Uh, yeah, Pac-12, but they've lost so many. My God, what does the new Pac-12 even look like? I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you now. New Pac-12 teams. Here we go. College football realignment. Pac-12 Mountain West announced scheduling alliance. So the Pac-12 was just the Pac-2, right? If I'm not mistaken, um, who was the? Yeah, it was the Pac-2. Washington State and Oregon State are the only programs remaining in the Pac-12. Some began calling it the Pac-2. Cal, Stanford, Washington State, Ohio State were all the only teams left in the Pac-12. People refer to them as the Pac-4. Stanford and Cal are now going to the ACC. OSU and Washington State facing an unclear future. So now uh, those two are teaming up with the Mountain West. Just shut it down. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. So that's the thing. So now you've got the Power Four, right? But that's why the Pac-12, that's why, um, I mean, the Pac-12 existed in name. But that's why there's no more Power Five. It's the Power Four. It was the Big 12. But it's really the Big Three. And soon it'll probably be the big two. Stanford, when do they move the school to the Atlantic coast? That's crazy. Um, Stanford and Cal decide to go to the ACC. Isn't this wild? So, um, yeah. So that's that's the new format. So that means, and, and crazily enough, it's five conference champs, right? So let's go back to our uh, thing for a second because we're not done. I actually made a mistake here. I told you wrong because we had we only picked four. Well, we did the pack uh, the pack twelve right. Uh, going forward, what it would be was you would have the Big Ten winner, Michigan. An SEC winner, Texas, which I don't think they would win the SEC, but if they did, then your next uh, 
power four winner would be Florida State. And then your next conference champion would be Arizona of the Big 12. And then you've got an independent, which I guess they're counting that. Because it's got to be five conference champions. So it could be an at-large, well, it could be a Mountain West conference champ. Uh, Where's Louisville? Are they a- ACC? Yeah, Louisville's ACC, right? So they wouldn't get in because Florida State's in. So in this case, it would be Notre Dame. But see, it could have been um, Liberty, for example. Could be one of those five. It's crazy. It's insane. So you could have the number 23 team being one of the five conference champs and then the rest of the teams in the playoffs come from somewhere else. It's it's insane. I kind of dig it. Um but I cuz my my thing was I always said, "Hey, look, why not do the Power 5 conferences when they were the Power 5?" I mean, why have conference champs if you're not going to use that, right? So why not do a power five plus one? There's your six and then six at-large bids. Maybe your top six highest ranked teams after that. So a power five, the sixth team would be the highest ranked non-power five conference champ. So from the big, you know, from the Mountain West or the AAC or the American or whatever. There's your six teams. And then if you want to get to 12, you add the six highest-ranked teams after that. That way, if you've got a 13-0 and Liberty team that's undefeated, you know, if they're the highest-ranked non-Power 5 team, conference champ or whatever, they get in. They get a chance to play with the big boys in the playoffs. But I don't know. That's just me talking. And some people would tell you, Hey, why don't you just take the 12 highest ranked teams? And it's like, well, Wallace said, um, I've been saying the same thing, Barry. Yeah, the problem is now, Wallace, with all this conference realignment, it's all screwed up. It's all screwed up. Because now you've got four power four conferences, but the fourth one is meh, right? The I mean, we're about to be... Maybe three super conferences. We're about to be in an era where it's power three, three super conferences. Uh, Oh, Bianca said SWAC winners. Yeah, there's that too. They should just take the 12 highest ranked teams. Simple solution. Exactly. I mean, there's that too. But then poor Marine, the problem becomes somebody like... um, Right, so you've got, if you look at the top-ranked teams, right? OU is 10-2. and Um, Liberty is 13-0, and and they're nowhere near. Their their thing would be like, well, we played our conference. We beat everybody. How come we can't get in the playoffs? We're 13-0. and And then you would have somebody like Arizona, who might be the Big 12 champion, be like, we won our conference. We're a power four conference. Why can't we be in? Well, you were nine and three and won the big 12 or whatever it is. So, um, cause then, cause the, to me, get rid of conference champions then. Cause I'm with you. 
if you're going to do rankings, then just use the rankings. But what the, because I mean, the NCAA, if you think about the tournament, right? The NCAA basketball tournament, every conference champ gets a seeding, gets, gets in the playoffs. So, okay, cool. And they all get ranked appropriately, right? And they all get, uh, you know, you're not going to win the, I don't know, they got some weird ass. They've got like, oh, I won the Jimmy Hoffa conference. It's like, okay, no. You're not going to be playing the winner of the Big 12. Or you're not going to be, you know, a number one seed and the Big 12 is going to be a number nine seed. Uh, oh, we won the, the Jimmy Hoffa conference. They got some weird ass conferences in basketball. They really do. Um, but yeah, that'll be, so I don't know what, uh, Perry said, screw it. 64 teams. They already got 64 bowl games. That's a fact. That's a fact. I say this one. We've got this top 25. Okay. Hear me out on this. All right. I might have a, I might have the solution here. Hear me out on this. Why are we ranking the top 25, first of all? Why are we ranking the top 25? Do we really care about number 25? What's the difference between number 25 and number 27? What's the difference between number 19 and number 23? None of that really matters at the end of the day other than it makes you feel good because you're in the top 25. But no one really looks at the top 25 at number 25 and goes, oh, that's awesome. Why don't we stop ranking the top 25 and start ranking the top 15? So first things first, you eliminate 16 through 25. So now you no longer have to see the liberties of the world at 13 and 0 going, well, we're in the top 25, bitch, you're 23. No one gives a shit. No, I'm talking football, Flip. I'm talking football. I'm not talking basketball. If you're 23 in the top 25, who gives a shit? You might as well be 53 or 103. Outside of the top 12 to 15 in football, nobody cares. You've lost three or four or five games anyways. You're irrelevant in football terms. Why are we even talking about these teams and where they're ranked? They ain't coming back. They're not climbing up the charts. Even with a big win, all that really does is make that other team tumble. So let's fix it this way. Let's stop ranking 25 teams. Let's stop at 15. Now you have a pool of teams to work with for your playoffs. And out of those top 15, 12 of them would make the playoffs. The top 12 of them. And of those 12, maybe conference champs are automatically in. So if you're a conference champion in the top 15, you're in the playoffs before anybody else. How many conferences are there in college football? How many conf- 
differences are there in D1 football? Alex said, then why not just go with the top 10? Because you got to have at least 12 teams to make the playoffs. Playoffs? As of the 2024 season, the Division I football bowl subdivision will have 10 conferences and 134 schools. Got it! Guys, we're solving it right here. Everyone put your pencils down. Here's the deal, okay? Here it is. No, stop. I got it. Top 15, okay? Of the top 15, every conference champ is in because we're doing conference champions. If you're a conference champ and you're in the top 15, you are guaranteed to be one of the 12 playoff teams. So if you're a conference champ and you ranked 15th, you are guaranteed a playoff spot, no matter what. You might be the lowest seeded playoff spot, but you are guaranteed a playoff spot. Because see, the thing is this, some of these conferences aren't going to have a conference champ ranked in the top 15, right? The the, the Mid-American isn't going to have, a, so, so, but what you're saying is, I'm going to give value to a conference champ. So if you make it in the top 15 rankings, we're going to put you in the playoffs. Good for you. You're that good. So every conference champion ranked in the top 15 gets a playoff berth. After that, it's just highest to lowest. Whatever open slots are left, we just go in order. That solves it. That solves it. That's easy. Because then what it end up be, what you end up basically getting is the 12 best teams in the country. <laughs> JD Production said, so five SEC teams in the playoffs. I mean, if they're the five best teams in the country, this year would have been five Big Ten teams. Actually, it would have been five Pac-12 teams. I wouldn't have had no problem with that. Unsolved Mysteries enters the chat. Honestly, it, the, the, those scales change, right? Let's look at it this way. If we cut it off at 15, looking at your screen here, all conference champs are in first, right? Conference champ, conference champ, conference champ, conference champ, conference champ. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And then it would go highest rank. So what I'm saying is this. Like, let's say, let's just throw it out there. Liberty was so good, they were ranked 15th at 13-0. and 0. Then Liberty would be in the playoffs. They would be one of the 12 playoff teams, right? And then every other conference champ listed here would be in there. There's only 10 conferences, so Liberty is one. There's nine left. Well, how many from those other nine conferences are in here? Well, it's just the power four. So there's five conference champions. You're at-large rando, and you're power four. It's always going to work out like that, or usually work out like that. So there's five teams, and then the other seven are just going to be the seven highest-ranked teams. So in this case, this year, you would have ended up with um, one... Uh, we'll see. One, two, three. You'd had three Big Ten teams. You'd had one, 
two pack 12 teams one two big 12 teams and one two three four sec teams but the problem is you've had all of this realignment so all of that changes right why does this keep going off so with um with who said it? JD Production said, "Oh, five SEC teams in the playoffs. Not so fast, my friend. Think about this now. Washington's in the Big Ten. So now you've got Big Ten, uh, Big Ten. That's two, uh, three, four, five. You'd have five Big Ten teams in the playoffs this year. Now SEC, you'd have one, two, three, four. Five, six. That's 11 of the 12. We're down to just a power two, baby. Power two. The only non-power two would be FSU. I mean, I told you, this is what we're coming to. We're coming to these super conferences. I don't know. I just think if you're going to have these conferences and conference champions, there's 10 conferences, either... Give everybody a fighting chance. Put all 10 conferences in and in the best two at-larges. Or if you're a conference champ in the top 12, you're automatically in or whatever. But it just seems ridiculous. And I, I really love the simplicity of, hey, 12 best teams are in. 12 best teams are in, period. Uh, Eddie, what's up, Eddie? Eddie said, however... um. However many you have, there will always be debate on who got overlooked and who shouldn't be there. The NCAA attorney does this every year. Both him and the NIT, too, proud to just merge. Um, in football, there's too many teams and too few games to get a good sample size. Sunbelt champ, you get to play Georgia first round, LOL. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But, hey, you're in. You're in. Liberty's like, we're 13-0. and 0. We're undefeated. But what this does, and they mention it, is like the, the, the Cincinnati's of the world. Right? And that was mentioned in the article on ESPN. The Cincinnati's of the world that maybe win the AAC. Or no, they were in the, was it the AAC at the time? Wherever it was. They were a conference champ. Maybe they end up in the top five, seven. As a conference champ, they're in. And so that's what this new system does, and that's what my thing about top 15 would do. But I just, I don't know. This top 25 shit, it's, it's pointless. I mean, seriously. Let's look at everybody not in the top 15 and see if these teams matter. All right, last year, here's who mattered. Final rankings. Michigan, Washington, Texas, Georgia, Bama, FSU, and Oregon, Mizzou, Ole Miss, Ohio State, Arizona, LSU. That was the top 12. Penn State, Notre Dame, OU. That was the top 15. And those were all 10 and 3. Three lost teams. Honestly, we don't we hate three lost teams in college football for some reason. So look at that. Top 10 was two or better. Okay. Well, we could fade, I guess, two, three lost teams. Nonetheless, I digress. There's your top 15, like I said. You don't need these last 10. They all lost four or more except for one, Liberty. 
We don't give a shit about Oak State, Tennessee, K-State, Louisville, Clemson, North Carolina State, SMU, Kansas, Iowa, or Liberty. No one gives a shit about those teams. Nobody. 16 through 25 doesn't matter. H-Town Sports Show said you're arguing against yourself. No, I'm not. I'm saying you don't need 16 through 25. You need a poll that is 1 through 15, and you take every conference champ that's in 1 through 15. In. Steven said Jesus cares about Liberty. That's true. That's true. I know, Total Dallas. I was shocked, too. Nick said, Barry, that's it. Solved it. Makes sense. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I feel like you're being sarcastic. Uh, Caffrey says, I like top two from big four conferences, then four dreamers. Wait, wait, wait. Top two from big four, con- but there's not a big four. The big 12 isn't a big four anymore. It's uh, Baylor and freaking tech and tcu these programs are not what they are and they may not ever be because texas is gone ou is gone all they have left is oak state and tech and tcu and baylor and u of h and smu and shit like that and these the kids in this state that are going to be playing a lot of these schools they'd rather be in the sec they just would rather go to Texas or OU or AM or out of state. So I just, I don't, I, and by the way, then what's the, again, what's the point of conference championships? Why have conferences and, and play these conference games if you're not going to utilize those as, as champions, right? So having a conference champion loser, just don't even play that game. Just, okay, top two in each conference. We don't even need to play the conference championship. That saves us a week for the playoffs. Uh, He's saying the big, the four big conferences, I think. I think they messed up when they took the traditional bowls away to make the championship game. They were rational. They were very rationalized, and the bulls were set up to have those. Yeah, I don't know that it was rationalized. It was very. But remember now, you got to go back to what bulls were. Let's go back to the history of bowl games. Bulls were very regionalized. And there was a lot of politics involved in bowl games and who national champions were. This is how A&M got their famous national championship. And I'm an Aggie fan. Okay? So, remember now, like, you had the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl and the Rose Bowl and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Cotton Bowl. I'm forgetting one. The Peach Bowl. I think I'm forgetting one. Steven, other guy said, let's let chat GPT settle it. Well, that's not a bad idea. Probably would do a better job. JDP, JD production said, bring back. Ah, Sugar Bowl. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, but I mean, like, these bowls were very regional, and everybody like, oh, the Big Ten and the Pac-10 would play each other, and those were the two best teams in the country, so whoever won the Rose Bowl, well, in my mind, that was the national champion if they were undefeated. 
And they would say the same thing about the Cotton Bowl. Remember the old Southwest Conference? Man, come on. So that was the that was the beginning of all of this trying to get it figured out because you had East Coast media bias, or at least a perceived. I remember my dad used to, oh, he hated Notre Dame and Penn State because they were always ranked high, and he always bitched about an East Coast media conspiracy. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that existed. But I just remember him always bitching about it. You know, I, Alan, I will stab you. <clears throat> That's probably going to get me kicked off of Twitch. No shit, it is Swinny Poo. What's up, Justin? Good to see you, Jamal. Thank you for being here. Um, but yeah, he'd always be like, Notre Dame's always ranked number one because that goddamn East Coast bias. Like, aren't they in Indiana? I don't give a goddamn. He liked that word a lot. Um, but yeah, so the 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 bowls and this whole thing has just been. That was why they were like, "Well, we make money on the Cotton Bowl, so we ain't doing shit." And Southwest Conference was like, "Well, we making money, we good." You know what I mean? It. Everybody was kind of like, "We ain't don't mess with our money." And that's what it's always been. But then schools started to realize. And when I tell you what might have been, well, the real beginning of the end, I was going to say was the Longhorn Network, but that's not true. I think the real beginning of the end was ESPN. They have really been manipulating conferences and conference realignment and um, gaming and schedules and rights to these games and bowl games and they're the reason that we have way too many bowl games if we're being honest they're just they're the reason we don't need this many bowl games just like you don't need 25 teams to be ranked you don't need the i don't know you don't need the converse shoelace bowl who gives a shit so, yeah, I mean, money is the reason this is all so complicated. Because that's why people didn't want the BCS. And that's why people didn't want the next phase. Is it gets rid of all this money and all these things. And I don't know. At the end of the day, you're going to come down to uh, super conferences. And we'll see how they make money doing that. And where is ESPN headquarters? The goddamn East Coast biased. <laughs> Steven, the other guy said, you think Jan 6 was bad? Try taking away the Pop-Tarts Bowl. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Clarence said, I give a shit. Don't take away the Angel Soft Tissue Bowl. See, look at you guys. Look at you guys rallying around your favorite bowl. Um, all right, we just, uh, man. We just ate up a whole show. By the way, I forgot to tell you, we got to end at four today. I know! And we still haven't listened to the Beyonce song. Let's get through the, the, the headlines real quick. This literally consumed the entire show. I will say, though, um, kudos to us. Well, me. Solved it. Thank you, Nick Gamboa, for being on board. You're the only one that gave me props. but and It's not like I thought this out. It just hit me at that time. Top 15, 
damn 16 through 25. Get out. You don't matter. You never have and you never will. We go with the top 15 from now on. And there's 12 playoff spots. If you're a conference champ, you're in because there's only 10. So even if every conference champ was ranked in the top 15, you'd still have two at-large bids left. And the chances of all 10 being in there is slim. I like how we're talking bowls. There's a bowl movement going on here. I would like to time you out. H-Town Sports that is, by the way, if y'all don't know, that is Jerome. And, oh, he cannot wait to tell me how he thinks I'm wrong. I would love to know how he thinks I'm wrong about this. He says, the the fact of the matter is I'm not, I'm not talking, uh, what did he say? I was talking, talking myself down or whatever. No, it seems very simple. You don't need to know who the 20th ranked person is. It doesn't matter in the outcome of the playoffs. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, the HBCU needs uh, to have the gummy edible bowl. Well, that's pretty good, Clarence. That's pretty good. Uh, shut up, Steven. That was always the plan. I just forgot to tell you up front because, you know, Jenny is mom. Uh, uh, Joper, I'll get to your ask me anything about anything in just a second. I promise, buddy. Let me get through these uh, headlines real quick. All right, because I want to get to the last one for just a second. And we still have to listen to this Beyonce song, damn it. <clears throat> All right, the Nets uh, named Coach Kevin Ali uh, as their interim coach, replacing Jacques Vaughn. You recall yesterday or the day before? No, today's Tuesday. Yeah, yesterday I mentioned to you on the headlines that Jacques Vaughn has been let go. Uh, by the Nets, not doing well. Uh, the betting industry recorded uh, $11 billion, a new record in 2023 revenue. That's crazy. And you wonder why ESPN jumped on board and now has their own gambling service. Hmm. Which, by the way, I just think, hmm, I don't know how comfortable I feel about that. You've already got this sports conglomerate that is in in many ways feels like they're manipulating college football with their networks and and their damn East Coast. All right, now I've got to get my tenfold hat out. I don't know. This seems uh, kind of sketch. A little bit. I'm very also I'm very also very much surprised that a Disney company is all in on a gambling thing like this. But what do I know? I mean, it's not like ESPN owns any companies. I mean, any any sports teams. I get that. However, they they you'd be surprised how much influence they have over some of this stuff, especially conference realignment, which goes a lot uh, has a lot to do with some of the um, games that we get. Uh, so let's see. I don't need that. I don't need that. Got that. Hey, by the way, I didn't get to say thank you, but thank you to Donna, Sylvia, and PP Dubs for last week's Thankful Thursdays. I appreciate you guys um, sending over. Donna sent over a $10 Thankful Thursday. Sylvia sent a $5 Thankful Thursday. And PP Dubs sent over a $7 Thankful Thursday. Uh, and I appreciate you guys each and every week. They, they are so kind and so generous. And we didn't do a show last week because I didn't feel good. And um, But I wanted to say thank you. And usually I thank them on the show. But... Um, 
that I didn't get to. So I wanted to say thank you for that. Um, so there you go. What does this say? Coming 2025, Mickey goes to Vegas. Mm, right? The promotion never applied to this car. I just forgot to tell you that. <laughs> Not so fast. All right, last one on the list. A very sad one. Robert Reed. Bobby Joe Reed has passed away at the age of 86. And that is really sad news, man. Robert Reed was one of my favorite Rockets. Uh, I have been a Rockets fan all my life. And I have a lot of favorites. And uh, Robert Reed was up there. And um, I didn't know him well. I met him a few times. My mom actually knew him kind of. And um, never heard anyone speak ill of Robert Reed or have a bad thing to say about him. I'm sure Jerome knew him well. Um, yeah, is there, Jerome said, uh, oh, Jenny, his mom said, I love Robert Reed. He was a great shooting guard. Yeah, um, I'm sure Jerome knew him well. But um, he was, as far as I know and as far as the people that I know, um, a, a good person and a and a um, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you why I, he was one of my favorites. I just know it's just one of those things, right? You just start watching sports and sometimes you gravitate to a specific player. You gravitate to a guy and it, it is for whatever reason. And for some reason, Robert Reed was one of my guys, right? Like I, I loved Bill Doran on the Astros. He was just my guy. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I hated Ryan Sandberg. I don't know. But uh, recipes to Robert Reed. Um, young, too. Age of 68. He has uh, passed away. So, Jenny's mom, would you let him babysit your grandkids? Yes, she would. Yes, she would. Uh, all right. Joe Pro hadn't asked me anything about anything. Now that ESPN is involved in gambling, can we trust their objective opinion or are they manipulating the lines? See, that's the that's the that's the part that I I that's the part that I question, right? Like that's the part that I I, I just it's not that you can't be objective. It's just that I'm always going to be questioning. Are you trying to get me to think, believe, or lean a certain way? Are you making me, are you trying to, you know what I mean? Like if they write an article, for example, let's say that they write an article previewing U of H, Iowa State. And they're like, look, Iowa State beat them with a last second shot at home in at Iowa State. Um, and here's 10 reasons why you should definitely think that there's, they'll beat them on the road at the Fertitta center because this and this and this and this and this and this, and here's the line, by the way, it's eight and a half. It's, it's, it will give you, you know, uh, Iowa state and eight and a half. Or we'll give you, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah, it kind of makes you go, ah. it feels, I don't know. There's just, it, 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 all I can say is it feels icky. 
Heck yeah. I don't have any particular reason. Uh, there's nothing I've seen. There's not been anything, but it just has this icky feel to it. Like there could be some, watch out. I'm about to use a very white word. There could be some nefarious things going on. Uh, by the way, last night's game was uh, Iowa or uh, Houston won by eight. Bovada had it at seven and a half, which is what I got it at. I got it at U of H minus seven and a half. Had I bet on ESPN bets, it was eight and a half. I would have lost. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Mark G said, you hate, you hated Rhino. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. I hated Ryan Sandberg. I hated Andre Dawson. I hated Eric Davis. I hated, uh, Ozzie Smith. Yeah. I hated all of them. I hated, uh, 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 what the hell was his name? Actually, I kind of, I liked Andre. I liked anybody that played for the Expo. So I liked Andre Dawson as an Expo. I liked Larry Walker as an Expo. I liked Randy Johnson as an Expo. Are you Sean's father? Yeah. I hate, I, I just, I'm sorry. I grew up at when the Astros were in the NL Central. Okay. They played the Reds. They played the Cubs. They played the Cardinals and they played the Brewers. And for a lot of that time, the cart the, the Cubs were good, and there was times when the 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 uh, the Brewers were never good. It felt like I never even like I didn't hate Paul Molitor or Robin Yount. They were good, but they weren't like you know. Mark said Ryan, not Ryan. I don't give a fuck. Ryan, Ryan, wrong. I don't care. He's not even here. <laughs> Claire said, go suck a Labanac, Joe, bro. Jeez. Wow. Um, I grew up on Rhino and the Hawk and Bill Dorn and Glenn Davis. So you were, Tony, you were a, uh, a Ryan Sandberg. See? See, Mark, when you correct me, now I'm just dug in. Now I'm just going to do it on purpose. Uh, Tony, you were a Ryan Sandberg, uh, Andre Dawson fan, or you just grew up watching them? A lot of people liked them outside of Chicago because of WGN. That was like Braves fans too because of TBS. Ugh. Oh, you just watched a lot of Cubs games? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I am not leaving this show until we listen to this damn song i'm not doing it we'll have more to do tomorrow uh what didn't i get to oh we didn't get to trump's sneakers yet i really wanted to talk about his shoes and i kind of wanted to have a debate would you buy them or not i will not put some respect on his name mark uh, ryan sandberg gets no respect from me are you kidding are you kidding me ryan sandberg it's no respect from me. Andre Dawson gets respect from me. 
Ryan Sandberg does not. So, uh, all right. Let's watch this video together. Yep, I'm Wrigley didn't have lights years old. Yes. Yes, I do remember that. Day games. Always day games. Uh, All right. We're going to watch this, and then I got to go. Because I got to go do. It's a a travel week. So here was my thinking, right? This was the two choices, kids. We either do a full show today, and there's no show tomorrow at all. And I just spend all day prepping to go on the road. Or... We cut it out early today, cut it out early tomorrow, but we have, you know, a two-hour show today and a two-hour show tomorrow. That was, <laughs> Mark said, this is a travesty and I will not abide. Uh, hold on. Oh, you know what? I you're Mark, I looked it up and uh still don't give a shit. Breaking news, Mark. This just in. Barry Laminac does not give a shit how Ryan Sandberg spelled his name. Ryan, 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 Ron, Ryan, Ron, Rune. Don't give a shit. He was a cub. Fuck him. End of story. <sighs> yeah, speaking of white people words, he dropped an abide. Yes, uh, two-hour show tomorrow, too. But it was better than the alternative. Three hours today and none tomorrow. Because I got to get some yard work done. I got to pack. Because I got to drive to Wichita. I got TV tomorrow. So I can't do that in the morning. It's just the whole thing. So it was like, we'll do two hours today. We'll do two hours tomorrow. <laughs> do you wanna? And this is what our hard-earned money pays for. Like I said, bro, it was either one three-hour show today and none for the rest of the week or two today and two tomorrow. Okay? You know what? We're not doing the Beyonce song now. You've ruined it for me. You've ruined it. Donna, thank you for resubscribing, sweetie. Donna resubscribe for 22 months. Potch, what's up, pimp? And we're out. Beyonce has the number one country song on iTunes with Texas Hold'em. But 16 carriages is the slap. Is that what the kids are saying now? Is the slap, Amos? CZ said jokes and you have already heard it. I still haven't listened to it. Wow. Alan said, good show. I had a great nap. You slept through the show? Hey, love you, Josh. You damn hooligan. Hey, Alec! Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Joel. Thank you. Titan said, uh, Titan, you go to that came to hear Beyonce's song. Well, you better come back tomorrow, buddy. I promise you we're going to get to it tomorrow, and I'm going to give my thoughts. I still haven't listened to it. I promise I won't listen to it. Tomorrow, last show of the week. I will listen to the Beyonce song live and we'll talk about Trump's tennis shoe. And I've got a couple of other sports things. Maybe we'll get to some Texans uh, offseason needs. Maybe we'll talk about a trans runner that broke records. 
All right. You guys have a great night. Enjoy whatever it is you watch, porn or whatever. I know some of y'all will watch that. Uh, and I will see you guys tomorrow, 2 to 4. It's going to be a two-hour short show, but hey, we're going to have one. All right? All right. I love you guys. Once again, I appreciate you. Thank you for all the love and support. Heartthrob, thank you for the 10 minutes, buddy. Oh, you're coming to the show Thursday. Awesome. I will see you, uh, and I'll see the rest of you tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. Bye, guys. Bye. Steven has invoked his white male privilege and asked for the manager. Uh, that's Jen. Jen, would you handle Steven? She's probably going to tell you you're never welcome in this establishment ever again. Well, should we raid somebody? Let's raid somebody. Who's on? We never leave early. Let's see. Who can we raid? Ignore that. Who can we raid? Let's find a raid, everybody. Let's go. Let me see. Jenna's head of household here. Yes, she absolutely is. Uh, Who's on that we would want to raid? All the channels that I follow iForensic, uh, Learn Refted Bits, Betting News, Fan Controlled Sports, Big Cheese, The Real Tight Spot, Lost Tribe. Uh, damn. ESPN 975 at 25 viewers. Soldier Boy. I don't see anybody on the channels. Who could we raid? Uh, I don't know. Watch Chicas Con Huevos. <laughs> Shut up, Tico Suave. <laughs> oh, look at Stevie J. Raid USN TV. Okay, we'll do that. What are they doing? All right, we're raiding USN TV. You guys stick around for this raid. Um, Potch said it. He's a mod. So that's who we're going to raid. All right, cool. All right, love you guys. Enjoy the raid. I will see you guys tomorrow. Be safe, be kind, and show some love to USNTV. If you're not following him, give him a follow. Say hello. All right. Bye, guys. Daddy's making a YouTube video.